it's continuing to drop in, to drop out. All right, maybe and I'll take over Enchloe's computer. So can I just, I'm recording right now, so recording, right? I will be back, uh, stay tuned. Okay, Ingrid, how is this? All right. This sounds good. Sounds good. All right, let me see here, up here. Good, getting myself together. Ingrid, will you speak again? It sounds good, he has no dropout. Excellent. <clears throat> I'm back in the book and I will say you will find plans for building your low drama detector by seeing the radical responsibility adult view of low drama that's how you'll get the plans the responsible and radical responsibility adult view of low drama is nearly incomprehensible to the ordinary human view as given to us by standard human intelligence thoughtware s-h-i-t is standard human intelligence thoughtware the thing they got from school, from television, from our parents, from all that, okay? So this stuff, when we're using it, it's incomprehensible that, that uh, this radical responsibility view of low drama, attaining a radical responsible adult view of low drama requires that you start over again, understanding low drama from the beginning without any assumptions. From the radical responsible perspective, low drama is an unconscious theatrical performance through which the shadow principles can do their work in the world. Essentially, by doing low drama, you have chosen to serve the dark side. Isn't that dramatic? Gosh, this is, this is Star Wars level stuff. Come on, you guys. This is the real world. By choosing to do low drama, you are serving the dark side. You're serving your unconsciousness in action. Your unconsciousness in action is so amazing. Low drama is the arrangement to have a few winners and lots of losers. 
It's the agreement to have aggression or hopelessness or jealousy or scarcity and survival. The objective in low drama is to feed your gremlin. It's the main objective in low drama. And the way you do that is you get power over others. You, you gain, you know, where the highest reward you can ever achieve is proving yourself to be right. Anybody ever, ever get off on that? Proving yourself to be right? Isn't, isn't that a glorious low drama gremlin achievement? And it's so fantastic to, I was right. You see, I was right. God, the dark side never had it so good. You guys are all intelligent, you know, your geniuses. And when you start doing serving the dark side, Darth Vader just stands up and, you know, does a little Mexican hat dance, you know, to celebrate every time somebody starts, some, some edge worker like you, some genius starts serving the dark side. It's incredible. All right. <clears throat> Nothing ever changes in low drama. Did you ever notice that? Nobody's actually listening to anybody else. I mean, you can yell or scream or jump up and down and nothing actually ever changes. It doesn't matter how angry you are, how much of a victim you are, nothing really changes. It just goes around and around and you're, yeah. What you produce after successful low drama is more low drama. Why is that? It's because the losers want revenge. Do you ever notice that? This is a, I'm gonna do this. Just a second. Now what do I have? All right. Lights, camera, action. All right, so you get this successful low drama produces more low drama because the losers want revenge. It's very simple. After one low drama, the ever-present question remains, when is the rematch? Right, isn't that a background question? God, the box, you know, your box, your gremlin loves action as distraction, like Roman citizens loved the Circus Maximus. Low drama is a perpetual action machine. It's the motor for turning the wheels of ordinary human relationship. This is, so begin building your low drama detector by remembering the three roles played out in low drama victim, persecutor, and rescuer. The three roles of low drama are excruciatingly obvious to detect. Ordinarily, we do not see the roles because before now, you did not have the map of low drama to refer to. So you, did not, you could not distinguish these three roles because you didn't have the map. You thought that real things were happening and that this was just how life is. Now that you have the map of low drama, you can observe 
low drama from the outside. So the way you construct your low drama detector is by wiring in a whole body sensor. I, I have it on my left shoulder. It's a big red light like this. And it goes ah, ah, like that. Whenever it detects any of the three positions in low drama, either outside of me or inside of me, it starts going ah, ah, like this, it signals me. So this is this low drama detector, but you have to wire it into your whole body because five bodies can sense low drama. People have face a physical posture that's a low drama, you know, the victim, the persecutor, the rescuer, you know, we have this physical postures and the voice, you know, you can hear the voice and you can feel the purpose, you know, you got this purpose. So th these are, you have this five body, uh, you wire this red light into your five body sensor and you mount it up there in your chest, up here in your shoulder. The sensor goes red and screams eh, 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 whenever it detects a low drama. An approaching low drama is simple to detect. If there is resentment or victimhood or blaming, complaining, justifying, proving yourself right or making someone else wrong, it is unquestionably, undeniably low drama. If a person thinks there is a problem and the problem is someone else's fault or the fault of circumstances, then it is guaranteed to be low drama. If it is unfair, if, if it is uh, out of, this is totally low drama. Initially, your low drama detector is not very fine tuned. So three days after you make a low drama, it might be that when, your low drama detector will trigger for the first time and goes ah, 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 and announce you have been sleeping for three days. Three days ago, you were in a low drama. So this is how it might start. It's like you go, God, three days ago, that was a low drama. And then, and you think, oh yeah, that's what that was. Sure, it's obvious. Three days ago, I whipped up a low drama and I was totally sucked into it. Hmm. But if you, if you increase the sensitivity of your low drama detector, then soon your low drama detector will go off uh, 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 like this morning you were in a low drama. So you see you're starting increasing the sensitivity of it. So oh, it was just this morning. Yeah. And you think, oh, gosh, yes, that is what this residue is around here, this low energy field. You know, I had a lot of energy and it's just kind of gone. I had a low drama this morning. Hmm. And then you increase the sensitivity even further. Then almost before you know it, your low drama detector will go, ah, ah, hey, that was just a low drama that you did. You just did a low drama just now. That was it. But it's still after the fact. But, it, but you're tuning the sensitivity so that it can sense deeper and deeper and sooner and sooner. And you go, oh, no, really? That was a low drama? Yeah, but I, I was right, though. I mean, I was justified. I mean, they were wrong. They were hurting me. I, I had to take some kind of action to protect myself or to justify myself. Like, so this is, you're, you're, right, you're right there. That was a low drama. This is amazing. I was just then doing a low drama, and I did not even realize it. I did it again. It was inconceivable. Inconceivable is a movie quote. Which movie is that from? 
Princess Bride? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. You get a matrix point for that. Princess Bride. Inconceivable. Yes, good. This book is full of movie quotes, but they're all hidden. But not now. So this tuning procedure for your low drama detector may take some weeks. It could even take a couple months. But with further careful adjustments to increase the sensitivity of your low drama detector, then all of a sudden, beep, 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 ar, 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 this here right now is going to be a low drama. It's like it is, it's, you, you're in it right now. You are in, you're making a low drama right now. And I just want to tell you, if you're in the low drama right now, it's already too late. The reason is because if you're in the low drama right then, your, your hormones have, have injected adrenaline and all these hormones into your blood system. And it takes 15 or 20 minutes minimum for that stuff to get out of your system. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You're already hooked. You're already reacting. Yeah, it's too late. Even if, it, even if your low drama detector detects it right now, you're, you're in it. You have, to, you have to stop and wait 15 minutes for the drugs to get out of your nervous, out of your blood system. So there won't be anything that you can do about it right then because it's too late because you are already in it. But from inside the low drama, you can observe it happening. You can observe your part, your payoff, your gremlin in ecstasy devouring the possibility of love happening and replacing it with separation, grief, temporary satisfaction of conquering your enemy through subterfuge, what, you know, revenge, all this. You can watch your gremlin doing this. At this point, clarity is your key. Do not shy away from seeing what you are really doing to other people, to your children, to your mate. Don't shy away from it. The details of your shadow world pleasures instruct you exactly where to make your next low drama detector refinements. Finally, one day after weeks or months of effort to avoid getting hit on the side of the head and getting knocked unconscious by low drama, your detector does its true job. Watch out, watch out. That right there in front of you is about to be a low drama. You are now being seriously invited to do low drama with that person right now. This is it right there, that. Do you see it coming? You get that? It's coming. It is this tone of voice, that hidden purpose in the other person. The shadow principles of their gremlin are, are, are coming towards you. So this is what the uh, low drama detector will tell you. It is these vectors of intention that you can feel. You can feel the purpose. It's the spin on the words, the attitude. You can feel them coming and you're about ready to dish them out yourself. Do you want to play or not? This is the, this is the choice that the low drama detector gives you. It gives you this moment of choosing, whereas before you were just sucked in. You're just totally hooked into the low drama when having no choice about it. And that's why this little low drama detector is so valuable because it gives you a choice. In that instant, you get your first chance to do something other than low drama. Before then, probably for your whole life, you never had that choice before. 
the box and gremlins whole low drama operation was mechanical and automatic. You were unavoidably sucked into each low drama and your life juice, like the, the aliveness was inexorably consumed. Now the precious blessing of your low drama detector becomes more obvious. <coughs> After months of gaining more and more awareness about your particular style of suffering, you finally have a choice about whether or, whether or not to create a low drama. The choice you have gives you your life back. Now, what are you going to do about it? <coughs> Excuse me. So the question is, will you make the low drama detector? Will you practice this week and have it actually go every time? You might be surprised. Uh, I was certainly surprised how often we are being invited to be in, in low dramas, big ones and little ones. Any comments from anybody? I'm going to test it this afternoon in about four hours with my partner by asking to read uh, this with him and see what happens. Clinton is muted. I don't know if you're answering me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's a big challenge. That one. That one is a big test. Don't beat yourself up if you fail it or if it, if it falls apart. Uh, I encourage you to use smaller tests to build up the refining of the, but you know, Stephanie, probably you're ready for that. Ready? I have been, I have been doing some tests over time. So uh, yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm already, I'm planning for that contingency now. <laughs> okay, we wish you good luck with that one. Great. Thanks. Yeah, Igrid. Uh, we had the 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 new spark was '99 last Saturday, I think, and it was about uh, gremlin feeding, and I liked really very much the step three about uh, this was for me like a, a new piece in my thoughtware. Uh, the step three, that the urge that I can detect my purpose or the purpose, if it's bright principle purpose or shadow principle purpose, through the urge. When Because the urge is something I, I for me, it's quite easy to feel an urge to speak to, or to, to, to do something. And just then to, to, to hold in for a moment and to look what the purpose, and, and I practice it since Saturday. So I'm really, I, I noticed that this is help, helping me to install this, this low drama detector. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I can't, I can't uh, stress enough the value of the sensitivity that we have, this ability to detect purpose. It's, it's so useful and so built into us. Uh, you, because you can notice where somebody puts their attention. Why did they put it there? Why did they not put it here? And you can see the purpose, and it may be an unconscious purpose for them, but you can still notice unconscious purpose. You can notice it in yourself. You know, why did I just hit my leg on this chair? I knew the chair was there. I walked by and I hit my, okay, why did I do that? Or 
I had an opportunity to ask a question and I let the opportunity go by. Why did I do that? You know, it's, a, it's not about driving yourself crazy. It's about, it's about being sensitive to the, the intention and the purposes because that's the, the, how the low drama detector works. And we are wired for this. Our whole nervous system is wired for this. Thank you. Kian? What, what I'm dis discovering or exploring right now is the, my, my gremlin's behavior of trying to be right. And yeah, it, it feels so ingrained in maybe enmeshed with my adult ego state, actually, that it feels so natural to try to be right that I even look for that it's right to be right. <laughs> And, and actually, Dor, I think Dor is a really, uh, in my experience, he has a, he has a sensitive remnant detector there because in, in a few meetings with him, he always, that he, he opened like my eyes to, well, I actually, I have the sense you, you're trying something there, trying to go into some kind of this is right or wrong. And that first started making me feel, wow, actually, what am I doing there? And and I wonder, like, because I have a real, I have a real urge. I really want to know, like, what is, I don't know, true or what, what. Yeah, what? How to say that? Yeah, I want to know what what is basically, and. And how to do, how to know what is without going in this competition of being right or having the more true experience. This is what I'm exploring. Maybe. Hey, Kian, <laughs> you've been doing really amazing writing. Could you explore that in writing and share it with people? I think it'd be a valuable exploration. Yes. To detect that. Because yes. how, how to detect what is you know, there's so many stories and opinions and there's evidence to support any story and, and there's these mixed purposes, you know, you can, they're saying one thing and it shows up a different way, or, you know, I think I'm going to create this result, but in fact, I create this other result. And so what's really going on is such a valuable uh, skill to develop, to notice that. So you'll write something about it? Yes, thank you. Yeah, cool. That. Thank you. Joseph, go ahead. I had a conversation with a couple recently and they are very seasoned consultants, uh, very successful. And we were coming into the discussion of what is the difference between emotion and feeling? And when were they getting, when they were getting that, they said, well, um, th isn't that life getting really boring when, when uh, kind of you don't, you would have to control yourself to notice when an emotion is rolling on and then, uh, so you would take all spontaneity out of life. And it was interesting that, because that's actually, I think that's a big, um, a big addiction of, of modern society because there is like, why, what, where is truth in life if there's no emotions? Uh, did you ask them which I was talking? Not yet. <laughs> uh, I could have done that. <laughs> but we were getting into that and I'd, I was saying, well, I think I feel myself more alive 
when I'm not in emotions, when I'm uh, spontaneous, uh, coming from myself and not from from uh, from the child ego. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like the gremlin was talking. Yes. Where's Where's my food going to come from if I don't get to have low dramas? If you make the distinction between feelings and emotions, oh man, how am I going to feast? What What, what will my life be about? And that's when this whole this whole transition between having your gremlin unconsciously running your life to having him sit at your side, you call him by name, he's got a chain, and you give him conscious jobs to do to create a nonlinear possibility for you. Because uh, if the gremlin is running the show, you don't get to move into conscious creating, you have to stay in unconscious creating. And the ecstasies of adult conscious creating are, are so, in my opinion, so much more rewarding. It's like you said, it's, it's far more rewarding to have to actually be in this connection with the bright principles and archetypal lineage and the entire universe and creating results that were not possible before like that. This, this kind of ecstasy is hugely exciting in comparison to mere low dramas. Yes. And actually, I think the gremlins are the, uh, detecting the gremlins having a leash is that there's a direct connection to the low drama. Because if a more, uh, maybe 80%, 90% of low dramas are caused by the by unconscious gremlin activities. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Somebody yeah. else, anything else right now about this? Emma, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> this is um, really perfect that this is coming up today because yeah and i'm just feeling how deeply ingrained in my whole body this like victim persecutor loop goes on and i'm and then like when you when this came up i just was like if it's not this then i have nothing like then there's nothing like then then what and i i'm just like yeah good question and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like I'm like, not like what? my. What like, do you like, think? What is it? What is it like? <sighs> Who are you without some problem going on, some conflict, some victimy thing? <laughs> it's not there. Who yeah. Who are you then? Uh, how does the world work for you? Yeah, I. Where is your place in the world then? I I would love. I want to find out. I don't. Yeah. Did, did you ever, Emma, did you ever have a yoga practice or any kind of meditation practice? Yeah. Did you, did you ever have these moments where sort of the time went by and, or there was this yellow stuff happening or it was, there was, there was a, a lack of tension or something. Did you, you've had that, right? I'm, I'm not sure if I understand. I don't well, some, some meditations, you know, when I do yoga, I basically am a total victim. You know, I go, oh, this hurts. Oh, how much longer is this? God, can't you, don't push there. You know, it's, just, oh, it's horrible. Okay. So um, I don't know if you can relate. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes in meditation, it's like, okay, that was only three minutes. Oh my God. <clears throat> Five minutes. Oh my God. You know, how long do I have to sit here? So, you know, there's, there's a lot of that stuff that can go on. At the same time, there's this possibility of, of distinguishing 
the the thing that generates the low drama and the stories to dis, to distinguish that and to be somewhere else. You can actually be somewhere else than in this scenario that's being built up on your screen by this low drama victim persecutor rescuer conversations going on all the time. <clears throat> so did you did you ever find that? Yes. Even yes. for three seconds. Yes. Even, okay. All right. So that thing is a doorway. That space is a doorway. And you can turn right. You can like go, you can go through that doorway and you, you enter a different space. And that's what I'm that's what this is talking about. I mean, like for example, the next section in the book is it's called Don't Go There, but it's the opposite of do go there. So for example, it's gonna say basically when a low drama comes up, you don't have to go there. You can go to this other place. And so, but if you don't have any option of what that other place is, the doorway's invisible. And that's why I mentioned the meditation or the yoga is because it gives you that, an experience, a five body experience of these doorways. So, and so it's, it's uh, our habit, our tracks in our brain, our emotional patterns uh, would, would tend to take us into the low drama direction. And you need, there, there, is, there is another, there's whole other uh, domains, like extraordinary and archetypal domains. And so, Emma, one of the things <clears throat> we've been working on recently, very recently in the last few weeks, is to have conversation with somebody else about who you are if you are not a low drama queen. Who are you if you're not this victim-y, childish, helpless, needy, complaining, blaming, you know, attack method, attack drone. You know, who are you if you're not that? <clears throat> you know, and I don't, I've never met you, but I think uh, I'm gonna ask, for example, I'm gonna ask one or two people to scan Emma from a distance and just like Chloe or Joseph or somebody who's been in training recently, Kian, somebody like that, Oliver, just scan her and just say, okay, who is she? as an adult woman. You wanna do that with somebody, Chloe or Joseph or Oliver or Kian, you wanna do that for just about you know, 20 seconds, something like that. Okay. Joseph, go ahead. Move your hand from your mouth and just say you are. You are straight. You are conscious. Try to use more words. You are going your way. Doing what? You are following your heart, your inner calling. Having staying center. What is she creating? She is creating connection. She creates oh, beauty say and say you. You create beauty. You create connection. Uh, you create extraordinary spaces. Thank you, Oliver. Go ahead. You take care of the earth. <clears throat> you take responsibility for beings who are not as privileged as you are. You take responsibility for children to grow up in a 
space that's safe and sane and evolutionary. Chloe, you want to say something? You take a stand for reminding your surroundings about what has been forgotten. Like you create a bridge with a forgotten wisdom that has to be embodied again. Chloe, can you just say more about that? Well. Just repeat it or say it in different words. Because it, it, it's just really true, but it, the, it didn't go in all the way. Can you just say it in a way, just say it a different way? Hmm. You open a doorway for a wisdom that has been forgotten to yeah to be embodied again on earth right now basically yeah thank you do you see how it went in that time chloe sorry do you see how she can feel it now she it went in that time hmm some, you changed oh. it just a little bit. The first time it was more for you. The second time it was for her. You okay. changed the words a little bit and it went in. And it okay. just could see the difference. Kian, do you have anything? Clinton, uh, just one question about yes. that. Um, what exactly was the difference? What, what makes it lend more? Uh, we all have boxes and we all have this buffer zone. It's a protection and the way you were saying it, it was so elegant, it kind of only went in her mind and disappeared. It did not get through the, the box. And the second way you changed the words around and your energy was slightly different and it went right through the box and then she got it and she could feel it. Kian? Yes. Emma, you, your being already fills spaces with clarity and love. You, yeah, you have, you have the power of resources to, to kind of create real change for people and for the world. And you actually have also the strength of a warriors. You, yeah, you already have so, so much clarity that, yeah, that can transform people's lives. Thank you. So the purpose of doing this, I just want to say again, is, is that Emma has this potential and it's completely visible. You know, you guys have not lived with her. You don't know all this stuff about her, but you, you've, you can be with her and it's completely visible. This adult and extraordinary and archetypal part of her is completely apparent. And that's true for all of us. And so the idea is if you are not addicted, you know, and continuing to just generate low drama, who are you? It's useful to have these conversations with each other and, and have a picture of yourself from other people that helps to that. Okay. So this is where I'm going. This is what I can occupy. This is what I can fill out. This is what my potential is. And it's so useful to have, while you're working on emotional healing processes, you also have this image, this character of adult woman in this case, and, and that you can inhabit, you unfold this, this is what you're unfolding. 
and you can start to walk this way. And like I said, sign your name on a paper this way and speak on, you know, answer the phone or write messages this way or eat your, your oatmeal this way. You know, and really there's so many, you know, get dressed in the morning this way or brush your teeth this way. There's so many things you can do already from this new adult space and it helps put mass into the other side of the balance so you can occupy you can let go of this old stuff easier because you're moving into a new place yeah so that's why i wanted to do that so emma you get a picture now of who you might possibly be if you let go of the low drama thing yes thank you thank you everyone yeah We really are amazing, and you know it isn't it. It isn't like we have these we're these crippled things. You know, all of us have wounds and stuff from our childhood, and we've all been trapped in some kind of a survival strategy. But it worked. We survived. That's the point. You already survived. Okay, how do you step into the next world and let go of the survival strategy? It's the same thing as the caterpillar getting out of the chrysalis. It's really like that. It's like the chicken getting out of the, of the eggshell, you know, the little chick pecking his way out. But you need to have some place to go to, and that's what this is about. Because if you just peck your way out and, and you, you're standing there, you have no place else to go, it's easier to get sucked back into the old patterns. So it's great to have a, um, an, uh, an image or a sensation of where, what you're rolling into next. And, and put mass in it, put, build, do experiments. That's why it's so fantastic. Like, uh, Kian, you just you just did a work talk, is that right? Yeah. So was that? I mean, I imagine it's, you almost pooped in your pants before before doing it, and you know, even during the middle of it. But and that's what it's like. But that's what it's like. And so, but that way you can unfold your actual. Your, you can become the space through which your bright principles do their work in the world. You can become that space. And then it starts becoming a new way of relating to the world that has a lot more possibilities than victim, persecutor, or rescuer, like that. Would anybody like to say anything else about where we are right now or share anything? There was one thing that came up just now the the link between emotions and low drama i haven't reflected on that and i have no clarity on that and i want to ask you if you could speak a bit on it well essentially if it is emotions it's it is low drama mm. and it's not bad this is so easy in our mind to equate low drama is bad mm. you know it isn't low drama is just low drama that's all. Low drama is low drama. The only thing that happens is your gremlin gets fatter and you get older. That's what happens when you do low drama. And so the, the thing is, when you distinguish between feelings and emotions, emotions have a real and valuable purpose, which is they're a doorway to these emotional healing processes. So if you're having an emotional reaction with someone or something, and you and then your low drama detector goes like that, you go, Okay, stop. I'm, I'm, this is a, an emotional healing process for me. 
I will go do that. And then we can talk again tomorrow or the next week or whatever. Bye. And you, you say, thank you. And you write it down in your book, your beat book. And you go, okay, I got this one. This is a process that I'm going to go do it. But it's a gift to discover with clarity this emotional reactivity and then use it for what it's for. Mm. Yeah. But it is, it's essentially you're some kind of victim or persecutor or rescuer in some situation that was incomplete. And so it remains incomplete and incomplete emotions in the body cause illness. And it really people die from this stuff. So it's so valuable. It's not about digging to the bottom of the underworld to get the whole thing cleared out because it's that's impossible. I mean, really, you won't, you won't reach the bottom. But you just do the first few layers. And then after a couple of months, you do the next few layers like that. You just keep taking the, the top layers and do those processes. And that'll make such a difference. Yeah. So does that help in the difference between feelings and emotions? The emotions are definitely from some kind of low drama. Okay, anything from anyone else right now? All right, I'm gonna keep reading in the book for a bit. <clears throat> the next section is called, like I said, don't go there. One possibility for taking action in the instant that you recognize low drama is to reflexively reach under your tool belt and grab a little wooden picket sign. It's like a picket sign is a wooden sign with a stake in the ground that you can stick in the ground. And this picket sign, it's painted. What it says on the sign is, don't go there. And so here's an offer for a low drama from a person or a situation. You can, your red light goes, err, err. here's a low drama coming. You just grab one of these signs and stick it in the ground and it says, don't go there and you go somewhere else. And, okay, you lean forward, ram the little low drama sign directly between, into the ground between you and the invitation for the low drama. And then you obey your sign. You read the sign, it says, don't go there, and you don't go there. And your gremlin will go, oh, come on, just a little bit. Let me be just a little bit right. Come on, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna prove how I'm just a little bit right. or I'm just gonna get a little revenge or just like that. So, you know, you just go, no, not going there at all. Not going there at all. So you completely avoid considering anything more about the low drama. Put your intention and your attention on something else entirely, on something that you would prefer to use your energy to create other than the low drama. Put your body in motion on another road. So it doesn't take long, a few steps on the other road and the, and the previous road isn't even there anymore. It's way in your past. So you, you just put this stake in the ground, the sign says, don't go there. You go this way instead. And something really changes when you do that. Put your body in motion on the other road, go toward your writing project, or remember the love you have for your children or imagine tending the vegetables in your garden or cooking a fine meal for your partner or your family or your community. Focus on developing your self-respect or on breathing fine radiant joy or 
or something else, anything else, and then go down that road instead. And it just take a few steps down that road. There you have bypassed your first low drama. Good work. Now, you can you do it again in five minutes? You have an unlimited number of these little signs. Five minutes later, pff, next, put the next sign in. Don't go there. And then again, this afternoon, most of us arrange a steady diet of low drama for our gremlin who has its own particular feeding schedule. Some gremlins need one big feeding frenzy each month for four or five days. Does anybody have a gremlin like that? One big feeding frenzy every month for four or five days, some huge low drama. Yeah, so that means you're, you get that kind of load of gremlin has to have once a month at one of these big four or five day low dramas. It's great to know your gremlin's feeding schedule. Some gremlins, uh, they, they need just one low drama a week for a whole day. Does anybody have one of those? Once a week feeding, once a week feeding low drama. One, of the, one day a week, you know, Monday, Friday, one of these days has to be a whole bad day, okay? And then some gremlins are snackers, nibbling here and there all day long, trading little nasty jokes and hurtful comments with other gremlins to keep their appetite satisfied. Anybody have a snacker gremlin? Huh. I, okay, it's really useful to know what style feeding schedule your gremlin has. Just keeps you awake. Get to know your gremlin. So, so low drama is about feeding gremlins. It's not about solving problems or resolving conflicts or changing anything. Low drama is not about change. If you want something to change, the key is you take responsibility. So as Ken Wines, who was the leader of my first training used to say, responsibility is the procedure for change. So this radical response, you want something to change, take rad radical responsibility for having caused it this way in the first place. And then you're at a source position and then you can make some new choices. That's how you create change. You should be warned that if you succeed in initializing your low drama detector so that it can sniff out low dramas approaching from 100 yards away, you will be avoiding low dramas that used to be normal for you. So this is important what I'm saying right now. You should be aware that if you change your relationship to low dramas, it's a big deal. If you avoid even one low drama, the energy that would have been consumed, your life energy that would have been consumed during that low drama is still in your body. It's conserved in your body. It will not take long before the conserved energy in your five bodies builds up an uncomfortable charge of reserve energy that you will need to deal with in ways that you are not accustomed to. You get this? If you start avoiding low dramas, you will have extra energy that will build up a charge. And that energy is useful for a lot of different things. But if you have no, if you have no uh, skill for using this extra energy, it's like a, you're just stacking in uh, pieces of dynamite, you know, lit dynamite sticks, more and more dynamite, because you have this extra energy that you did not blow off during the low drama, keeps building up.
So you have to deal with it in ways that you are not accustomed to. You used to consume that energy in low dramas. Now you must figure out something else to do with that energy. Having more energy in your system than the box, than your box is structured to tolerate can feel quite intense. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You know, yeah, thank you. You know, maybe you go on a fast or a, a juice diet or something, or you get more sleep than normal. You don't just, you know, you go to bed before you drop in bed. I don't know. You build up some energy. It can feel quite intense. If you start doing experiments that permit you to avoid low dramas, you should be prepared to simultaneously do experiments in tolerating the intensity of having more energy in your system than your box considers normal. So it's really helpful to, I don't know what it says here. Let me just read. The box has little tolerance for managing more than its usual amount of energy. The added intensity is extremely irritating and your box makes immediate efforts to go back, you know, down to its familiar state. The box will automatically do that. So the box has many creative ways to instantly blow off excess energy. You can sneak in a few low dramas here and there, and it's especially effective, but the box has other favorites. You know them. Overindulging in alcohol, caffeine, nicotine, sugary, greasy junk food, drugs, chocolate, internet sex, gambling, flirting, videos, over-exercising, overworking, over-shopping, or at the other extreme, insufficient sleep, insufficient water, lack of exercise, lack of good food, lack of good company, and so on. Learning to hold greater levels of energy may involve lifestyle change that you never expected to have the discipline to make. But you have it now because you have the extra energy to, to make the lifestyle change. All of a sudden, discipline is easier than suffering the familiar but painful consequences of unconscious low dramas. Isn't life fascinating? In practical terms, the energy conserved by sidestepping low dramas is then available for making responsible moves towards being your bright principles and your archetypal lineage in action. This answers the question, quote, what do I do instead of creating low drama? Three options will be explored in the next sections. One, say yes or say no. Two, ask for what you want. And three, make boundaries. So these are, these are framework tools that you can use this energy for. But the energy that you've been using up in low dramas is really the energy that you have for creating your project in the world. It's the energy that you have for taking a stand for something and making changes that you, that you want to, you know you want to, but you just haven't done it because you did not have the time and energy. Well, that's because the time and energy is being sucked down into low dramas. When you, when you at the same time that you're cutting, you know, backing off from low dramas, start uh, trying experiments in doing what you really came here to do. And that's a, it's important to do both at the same time. Because if you just stop doing the low dramas, you'll have so much energy. You'll be painting the walls purple and doing all kinds of wild stuff that you never imagined.
Any comments or sharing about that? I'm glad to hear that because in the past weeks, I barely can sleep and my box was already thinking something is not normal and making stories around that. And yeah, just noticing it's part of the process. So thank you for mentioning that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's exactly what it's talking about. I mean, could some of you mention it? Could some of you tell us what are the things that you really came here to do or that you really want to do that you haven't actually had the energy or time to do so far? Like, what are you really, what's in you? What are, what are these things that you've, that you know is there, but you haven't actually, you know, made it the main part of your life yet? This would be this would be the time to speak before you know what you're going to say actually yes i try that i there is something i want to be in spaces where really no understanding is going on and i want to take care about those stuck energy and to unstuck it Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Somebody else. I have a feeling this might tie back to the question about being in school or a school teacher earlier, which um, almost immediately after the question, I realized I answered it incorrectly. And I think for me, in some ways, I really did love the idea of school of just absorbing information and not having to do anything with it that's very, very comfortable just to receive and absorb. And I've definitely struggled for a very long time in uh, making things more actionable rather. And there's something about the authority of a school teacher where the students are just sort of they're not really of their own decision-making process that they just there there's the teacher is given uh is just assumed to be more knowledgeable and right and is sufficiently far ahead of the students that they can't really argue enough to win and so there's that the school teacher is kind of powerful in that way without actually having to do a lot so i think there's something in the takeaway for me here about that Thank you. Thanks. Somebody else. I could name names, but you guys should go ahead without me saying anything. Yeah, I feel fear with this question. And <clears throat> I want to use this energy that's kind of slowly being um, released by um, the gremlin diet and including the low drama diet on really putting myself out there and, 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 and bringing clarity and distinctions about yeah feelings and emotions. Oliver, what would that look like really? In what format would it take or what does it look like? I'm seeing myself giving talks 
actually more physically than online. I see myself going to schools with Eva, do that for kids. And I see myself like giving talks and coaching in companies. Thank you. Yeah. Somebody else. There's something here about being, we have the opportunity to uh, steward land here in North Carolina. And there's something around, there's been a big vision that's been coming through and we're kind of grappling with staying awake to what it is and letting it change and grow. It's, it's very, it's quite new. And it has to do with being a center for changing culture, but that also starts inside. So it's, you know, it's the perfect group for us to be in because all of it is an internal process first. Um, but there's a piece around really creating and anchoring a temple space, a sacred space that is a different sort of sacred space than what most Americans certainly have had access to and, and grown up with and being a center for healing and, and reconnection on a lot of different levels. Thank you. Just while you're doing this, I'm, I'm on a different computer and I can't type it. So uh, there's a, a new website we've been working on called bridge-house, bridge with a minus sign house, bridgehouse.mystrikingly.com. I would encourage you guys to check it out because maybe what you're talking about is making a bridge house. I just want to add something that I've been, since I notice how my role in my family has been rescuer. Um, and as a, I've been a community, a space steward and a kind of a community mama um, in a way for a while, but like, and I noticed the places where that resistance to rescuing people who have trauma come up or this stuff come up and, um, but still like when, when, you, when you said this about, you know, I guess I've been noticing how that rescuer identity even sometimes goes all the way out to the cultural work and feeling just a little bit of curiosity with that, the sitting with that question of like, where's my adult responsibility and where does that, where does some of this like angst of like needing to fix or repair come from this rescuer um, pattern. And so just, just, just digesting that and sitting with it. Yeah, but Julia, answer the other question. Which one? It is like, what is, what are, if you had the energy back that you've been using up doing rescuing, if you, what is it? What are you? What's behind the the Wizard of Oz screen? You know, what's what's back there that you're really here for to 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 generate to cause? I mean, the sacred the temple is part of that, right? It's like re-anchoring sacred space that that is about. But what happens in sacred space? Mm. You know, you can build a temple, but. Right. Who's going right. to I mean, space? It's about expand, expanding the web of relations and consciousness. And part of it is about like reconsecrated, reconsecrating death for me. Um, there's a natural burial ground potential here. And this, um, and I think that even some of the anger stuff that comes up, it's like, oh, I want de like death. I sort of like want to be a part of making it beautiful. And like this, instead of this weird commodified capitalist kind of thing that it's become, you know, so that. So, but that the the spirit of that is around like beauty and connection with these bigger energies and um, Julia, you are a speaker for the dead. 
that feels totally true. I am completely in relationship with my ancestors and the, they are driving a lot of this. So this is what that energy is for, is for you to bring that alive in the world, not as a concept, not as a potential, but in some place that people can inhabit and transform and heal. Try to not bite your lips when you're feeling stuck. <laughs> Because when you bite your lips, it blocks the, the emotions or feelings that come up. So just a trick. Try to not bite your lips like that. Thanks. Thank you. Somebody else. We have a few more minutes here. Tom, uh, for me, there's something very clear and simple that came up in the past weeks. And it's the um, clarity about my, my aspiration to actually share day-to-day -day life with a community with a group and I've been noticing how much I had been in low dramas before in my old community uh, before going to Portugal and how much low dramas my gremlin was creating in order not to feel like I belong and so on and now it's like I've never had this aspiration so clear and really owning it and honoring it in myself so yeah so what uh, you're saying is that you're going to go help create the bridge the, the high drama radical responsibility bridge house in north carolina what i'm saying <laughs> well i have no clue about their their bridge house over there i just they're still know about my out. own aspiration sorry they're still figuring it out i'm what I heard you say was that you were <coughs> that you were ready to go, you know, try the next experiment, the high yes. drama experiment. Yes. So I set this intention of finding the community, the place, the group until the, word find. the end of the year. Finding or co-creating. Okay. Let's see. If you're finding, where are you? If you're looking for it, where are you on the low drama triangle? If I'm looking for it, you're trying to find it and cannot find it and have not found it. Where are you in the low drama triangle? Well, in the victim place. Yes. So I encourage you not to spend the rest of the year being a victim. Mm. Then what would you do instead then? Well, my intention is to go to places where it's already happening and and actually be there not be a tourist like i used to be just looking around and feel stuff but actually bring myself in you know for me it's like you know western civilization if you can call it whatever you want to call it has been around for a couple thousand years okay there's been enough time for somebody to create the thing that you would like to see existing and it is not there well if, if people have had 2,000 years and they have not created yet, guess whose job it is mm. to create it. You know, we, we forget that. It's sometimes difficult to remember <clears throat> that you, us, we here right now are yeah. a cutting edge of human evolution of consciousness right here, right now in this space and in the work that you're doing in your daily life that is the evolution of consciousness right now on the planet. And it pisses me off to no end to discover 
the, the stuff that I think should already have been created 2000 years ago has not even ever been created. Well, heck, that means, that means I get to do it. It's my job. And, and so that's what I'm saying. It's your job to go create the thing that you think you want to go find because it doesn't already exist. If it would have existed, it would have existed a thousand years ago and it did not. And so guess what? People did not really know about radical responsibility before. They did not upgrade their thoughtware. They were still burning witches, you know, and watching out for the inquisition. People were pretending to be normal. So, and to hide out from being burned at the stake. And so, you know, okay, now you're free of that. Now you can, now we can create this stuff. So guess whose job it is? Yay. <laughs> Okay, somebody else. We have a couple Thank you more. for that. We have a couple more minutes. Somebody else. Joseph, go ahead. And wait, wait Joseph, hold on a second. Ava, were you going to say something before? And Emma, were you going to say something before? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, and Emma, it was obvious. So don't hesitate next time. Okay, after Joseph, I'm going to say somebody else. Okay. All right, here we go, Joseph. I create extraordinary spaces for people and organizations. Um, so they have a different life of possibility and about creating possibilities of and simplicity. So there is the, the, the organizations really create something which is good for nature and people and it's not bullshit and it's not, not cramp and so on. Thank you. Somebody else. I am here to also create spaces for extraordinary ways of relating and creating safe places for people to feel loved and accepted and be able to be vulnerable and, and share. Emma, what would that look like in practical terms? Uh, well, I, I've already been kind of, I've been doing it. I've been, I've been creating workshops. I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I'm, I'm doing it and I, I want to do more and I want it to be bigger. And yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody else. I'm here to step out of patriarchy and find new ways of relating with women, with fellow women, sisters, and also reinventing relating to men. And what would that look like in practical, in practical terms? Well, I've started to um, to provide um, uh, emotional healing processes, and the people who are asking me are just women and like my sisters around here. So, and I, I've been wanting to create a workshop for girls to step out of like their limitations they have been brought up into, and I haven't done it. I've wanted to do it since I'm 21. And when you started asking that question, I had this enormous 
tiredness just coming down and was that's slow dramas right there so i don't know i feel a lot of fear to to go there and yeah eva look there's a resource you didn't have before which is you did not have the resource of your possibility team yes and so you just put it on the table please give me possibility for how do i do this and people will have all these ideas. You go, why didn't you tell me before? And the reason they did not tell you before is because you did not ask before. Because you. You, could not, you could not ask before. But people have so much resources for that stuff. So just keep putting on the table. Every place you're stuck, every place it feels like this huge burden or too much, how do I do this? What, what are ways I can do this? Great. Thank I you. Okay, we have time for one more. Somebody else? Yes, I do. Can All you right. hear me? Yeah. So I want to do men's work. That's the first thing for the next years I feel connected to. And in that, I feel this, yeah, teach men and learn with men again to love. And then to be able to not run away from women when they love. Yeah. Mark, how would that look like? What, what, how would it show up for people? How yeah. people? So for the moment, I'm holding a men's group and I'm exploring or looking for other ways, no, not other ways, for, for more possibilities to do work with men. Do, Mark, have you made a website that it, it, where you can explain the stand that you're taking that you just told us? Do you have a website yeah. about that? Do you have a website about that? Ah, I started to do my website. Okay, well, it's not your website. It is, there's your personal website, that's one thing. It's a different website about this work that you just nice. described to us perfectly. When, we, when we show the recording, go back and listen to what you said. It was perfect. Yes. Okay, make a website about that so people can find you. So people can so you can take a stand in the world about what you're here for, what you're what you're creating. Okay, great. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Anyone else? Irena, I keep I keep asking about you. Irena, what's going on? What about you? Who are you really? I'm doubting about it. Um, I'm kind of doing what I love to do but I'm in a process of not really knowing if I've been doing this because it was a dream of myself in a moment and I'm not sure what right now what I wanted. So I'm doubting at the same in my heart. I know that I want to share a lot about how to heal our bodies, ourselves and using natural medicine. And I feel so much, so much satisfaction and I feel that I'm doing something for humanity every time that I share about that that I'm thinking if mm -hmm. I losing so much energy and low drama that didn't allow me to see or something like that okay maybe <laughs> all right come on we need that we need that mm -hmm. cool Thank you. All right, could everybody please take a deep breath? 
Thank you for hanging in here today with the technical shifting and the space. It was a it was a great time to be with you guys. So thank you very much. Thanks for taking a stand for what you came here to be. And let's do it. This is what it's about. Let's do this. Okay. Thank you. Have a good flight to Costa Rica. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye, you guys. Bye. 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 Ciao, ciao. Thanks for being there. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.